Welcome to another exciting episode of The Decline and Fall of America. I am your worldwide podcast host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond. Today we have a fascinating subject to discuss. It's about the baby bust in the United States. Well, what is the baby bust? Well, people aren't having children anymore. They're having fewer children. They're delaying them and having them later in life. And instead of having three, four, five, six children per family, they're now having zero, one, or two children. So the question becomes, first of all, why? Why is this happening? And secondly, what does this mean for an empire like the United States? We are no longer producing enough babies from Americans to even replace our current population. Demographically, that means our population is going to grow older as the average age of people that are alive is going to increase. So the question is, why is this happening? Is it happening because children are not affordable anymore? Daycare has become too expensive, maybe? Or is it happening because women are staying in the workforce longer than before? So they're deciding to work outside of the home instead of working inside the home? Or is it that women are getting educations, college degrees, graduate school degrees, and in doing so, they're delaying childbirth? Or are people just simply deciding that they don't want that lifestyle of having children? They would rather spend their money on travel and restaurants and shopping and on themselves. Has America become a nation that values spending money on themselves more than spending money on their children? These are all good questions to ask. And other people have been asking them. So today's discussion is the baby bust. And today I'm going to analyze a newspaper article in the Daily Mail. Daily Mail is a newspaper publication in the United Kingdom, Great Britain. It is well-respected. And their demographers and investigators have written a very interesting article about it that was published today in 2023. So I'd like to read you excerpts, parts from this article, and then we'll discuss it and see what we think, see what they think. So the the title of the article is, quote, What's Behind the U.S. Baby Bust? Americans are prioritizing careers and leisure activities over having a family. As experts say, this has set the United States on an irreversible path to economic destruction, unquote. And the subtitle of the article is America's Baby Bust Laid Bare. So let's read the article and talk about it. Quote, the famous American work ethic helped the United States become the economic superpower of the 20th century. But experts warn the decision to prioritize careers over families has set the country on an irreversible path to economic destruction. The reason? People do not have enough children anymore. Quote, a baby boom in the mid-20th century saw the average woman give birth to between three and four children. Today, it's just 1.6 children, the lowest level recorded since data was first tracked in 1800. This could lead to an economic devastation in America down the line, as the federal government would need to collect more taxes to fund such programs like Medicare and Social Security while dishing out less benefits to each person. 
the downward trend of American fertility has accelerated in recent decades as the Instagram generation of millennials and Zoomers prioritize their careers, travel, and relaxation over building families. Quote, Dr. Melissa Kearney, an economic professor at the University of Maryland, told the Daily Mail newspaper that there has been a greater emphasis on spending time building careers. Adults are changing their attitudes towards having kids. They are spending, excuse me, they are choosing to spend money and time in different ways. This has come into conflict with parenting. She continued that younger people are also showing more interest in leisure activities and travel now than they did before on top of career building. Quote, wanting to travel just comes into conflict with parenting, she said. According to the United States Census Bureau, the fertility rate, which measures how many children an average woman will give birth to during her lifetime, was only 1.6 in 2020. This falls far below the level of 2.1 needed to maintain current population levels. Many have pointed to the high costs of child care and student debt held by Americans in their early 20s and other financial pressures. A report by the first five-year fund found that the costs of raising a child have increased 220% over the last three decades, with it costing around $10,000 per year to raise a child until the age of six. Average Americans now owe over $3 trillion in collective student debt, a figure that has doubled over the past 20 years. Large portions of this debt are held by people in their 20s and 30s who are at the age to start having kids. Census data projects that the U.S. population will start falling by 2035, unprecedented in the nation's 250-year history. Dr. Kearney warns that gradually the government would need to collect more taxes to keep these programs afloat while providing less benefits to each individual recipient. Dr. Philip Levine, an economist at Wellesley College in Massachusetts, warned to the Daily Mail newspaper that there's going to need to be an economic reorganization to keep the country afloat, adding that jobs will be lost in manufacturing, construction, and other fields, and they'll have to move into care and other services for the elderly. This will eventually have a damaging impact both on social cohesion and general well-being and on economic dynamism, he warned. Dr. Christopher Murray, a global health expert from the University of Washington, told the Daily Mail newspaper, quote, since most purchases of real estate or consumer durables are in the working age adults, it will, put, it will trend to put downward pressure, downward pressure on these types of assets. Quote, in the long run, societies have to adapt to having more grandparents than grandchildren. Quote, we are actually only just beginning to understand the myriad of challenges that sustain low fertility will have on societies. Fertility in the United States has long been falling. A half century ago, in 1970, the average woman was having 2.39 children over her entire lifespan. In 1920, a full century ago, the rate was 3.17. Earliest data available from 1800 put the rate at 7.04. The Census Bureau predicts that there will be 94.7 million Americans over the age of 65 by 2060 accounting for 23% of the nation's population. In 2020, the most recent census, only 56 million Americans were over 65, 
which accounts for just 17% of the population. A half century ago in 1970, seniors made up 10% of the U.S. population. This puts an excessive burden on the social programs like Medicare and Social Security, as this portion of the population pulls away its resources but does not pay into them. In research published last week, Dr. Kearney and Dr. Levine investigated the potential causes of this decline in fertility. They found that financial issues played less of a role than than previously thought. But the researchers did not find that these financial pressures were significant parts of the problem. They cited Scandinavian countries, such as Sweden, which has a fertility rate of 1.6, Norway 1.5, which have strong welfare states but also suffer from a declining birth rate, as examples of why the problem lies deeper than economics. Their research found little correlation around the world and in the United States between available childcare subsidies from the government and changes in fertility. Income has not proven to be a factor either, with the decline noticeable in women across socioeconomic and educational brackets. Women in lower income brackets are actually more likely to have children than their wealthier peers, with experts pointing to them having less access to family planning and sexual education. Instead, researchers believe it is a result of Americans, and women in particular, changing their priorities in recent decades. Some pointed to the 2008 Great Recession as a reflection point in America's declining fertility rates. Quote, the massive economic downturn cost millions of Americans their jobs, and a spate of foreclosures around the country led to many families losing much of their wealth. Dr. Levin admits that the recession played some role, saying that clearly the recession had an impact, but said that 15 years later, the effects would have been mostly diminished. Quote, every time a recession happens, fertility rates do go down. It's not a surprise, he continued. But 15 years later, it's harder to say we're still dealing with the recession. Instead, he said that America is catching up with the rest of the world as many developed nations in Europe and East Asia, like Japan and South Korea, have already experienced sharp drops in fertility. Dr. Levine said that people in more developed nations start to see children less as a means to perform labor, like in agrarian societies, where every hand of help matters, but more so as an investment. This means that instead of having multiple children to boost the family's productivity, families now opt out by having fewer offspring and instead invest their resources into their individual successes throughout life. Quote, the intangible nature of what is causing birth birth rates to decline means that tangible solutions of this issue may be hard to come by. This pair of economists warn. If it is just shifting priorities, then it's a lot harder to think that we could implement policies to stop the decline of childbearing, Dr. Kearney said. She believed that policies like a child tax credit, child subsidies, and guaranteed maternal and paternity care would have a modest effect on fertility declines because they relieve financial pressures. Well, there you go. That's not all of the article, but that's a significant portion of it. And it raises some very interesting points. First of all, it's undisputed that we're in a baby bust. Americans are only having 1.6 children for every two adults. So Americans are not reproducing. We are not replacing our own population. And the result is we're going to have an aging population and fewer young people. More people taking out of the government system and fewer people paying into the government system. 
And the question is, is why is this going on? Well, the article raises some points. Is it expensive childcare? Is it changing priorities? Women getting more education, staying in the workforce longer, prioritizing their careers over having children? Or is it something else? Is something else going on? People that just want to spend their money on travel and restaurants and lavish cars and boats and planes and horses and and ATVs and snowmobiles and second homes and cottages. And is this a question of where people want to spend their money? Is it a question that the United States no longer values children? As the article says, we're not in an agricultural society anymore. Childhood has now become very extended. It goes well into the 20s in many circumstances. And it's a heavy burden for parents to, to pay. At least some people look at it that way. And the article says it's $10,000 per year to raise a child in the United States. And a lot of people think, well, I've got better use for that money. And they don't see any return on that investment. So is that what is going on? Is this a financial thing? Or is it just changing attitudes? Is it just that people want to have fewer children? And of course, the question that I always think about on this topic is, what happens when somebody has two children and then, God forbid, one of them dies or they have one child, and God forbid the child dies, and then they have none, or they have one. You know, people think about how many children they want to give birth to, but what they don't realize is a lot of people die in their lifetimes. People die from drug overdoses and car accidents and diseases, and they die from everything, you know, accidents and slip and falls and carelessness and you name it. I mean, there's a lot of ways people die. And so Americans are so used to thinking, well, I want two kids. I'll give birth to two kids. But if you want two kids, you probably need to have three because you might lose one of the two kids during your lifetime. So on your deathbed where you thought you'd have two kids, you might only see one. So, But Americans don't think like that. Americans think of birth rates. They don't think of death rates. But death is a natural part of life. So what happens when these parents have 1.6 children, that's the average currently, and one of them dies? Well, that means that a lot of people end up with zero children, or instead of having the two children that they always dreamed about, they end up with one. And of course, by the time they figure that out and they really think it through, maybe they're no longer able to have children. They've waited too long or they've delayed too long. And maybe it's because women are waiting into their 30s to have children, and by the time they decide to have children, they're infertile. Maximum fertility passed them by years ago. They had time on their hands. They thought they could have children later. And when, when they finally set aside a little time and money to have children, they're unable to due to fertility issues. And as a previous podcast shows, men are having trouble with fertility. And of course, the older men get, the worse the quality of their sperm, the worse the quality of a woman's eggs become. So you end up with more birth defects. You end up with more damage to the, to the woman during childbirth, you end up with a lot of problems because people are having children later in life. But Americans don't think like that. They think, well, you know, I'll, I'll just party in my 20s and have kids in my 30s, and then they go to have kids and they find out they're unable to. Or they have children and, God forbid, they end up with birth defects that are significant. Or, God forbid, the mother ends up very badly damaged during childbirth. These things happen. Healthcare professionals will tell you these things happen. So you got to plan for them, but Americans aren't planning for them, or they've just decided they don't want to have as many children. And what does this mean? The article points out that the less educated people are now having more children than more educated people. The article points out that the poor are having more children than the middle class and the rich. 
What does that mean for a society when the poor and less educated people are reproducing, but people that are educated in the middle class and upper class are not reproducing? What happens to the intelligence of the population over time, demographically? What happens when your least successful people are reproducing the most and your most successful people are reproducing the least? Well, they call it the baby bust, and it's an appropriate term. It's a bust. It's not a baby boom like they had in the 50s. We're now on the other end of things. America is seeing a baby bust. Well, is it not just another indicator of the decline and fall of America? I am your worldwide podcast host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the great Misty Beyond, wishing you a great day.